I'm Chanel Shaw. And I'm Katie Persia McGrady. And this is Ave Spotlight. This week on Ave Spotlight, we are visiting with Giovanni Garcia about Our Lady of Guadalupe and celebrating this feast day in America. Giovanni, thanks so much for joining us on Ave Spotlight. I'm so excited. I've been listening <laughs> to you. And uh, when you emailed me earlier, I said, uh, well, you're right here. You're on You're on my speaker right now. So oh, that's oh, I love that. <laughs> no pressure, Chanel. Right here. <laughs> We're coming through her, her speaker. Um, Giovanni, where are you coming from? You're sitting in a, a window with plants. I think you and Chanel would go. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm looking at all of them. <laughs> This is my apartment. One of my plants back here is looking a little sad, but um, when I moved into this apartment, I told all my friends, I said, uh, don't give me any gifts uh, for housewarming or, you know, homewarming. Uh, I want plants. And so they definitely delivered. I have plants back here. And then there's, I have another window here that I have one of those ivy plants. I absolutely love that. I'm obsessed. (laughs) I I'm obsessed. Quarantine turned me into like a plant fiend. So I was yeah, definitely. Yeah, I see the plants behind you too. Thank you. They're my children. I'm a mother. So <laughs> yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. So thank you. But I killed um, a succulent during quarantine. Like the hardest thing to kill, I killed it. <laughs> well, you're raising like human babies. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, I'm growing <laughs> a child. So it's yeah, that's totally, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. Out to the side. Well, Giovanni, what do you do? You're a teacher. You're telling us a little bit about that before we started recording. Yeah, I'm a teacher. I teach at a Dallas public school um, and I teach elementary. Um, so I actually started as a ceramic artist in college. And then a lot of my friends said, hey, you should really think about education just as a like security blanket or, you know, the backup. And I really didn't think that I was going to I was going to actually like fulfill that and become a teacher. My mom was a teacher. And so I thought, like, that's not really for me. But, I mean, I just kind of fell into it, and um, I needed a job. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, thanks be to God. I mean, right that, that, that uh, summer, I was able to get a job. Right before school started, I was actually a little anxious um, because it was the whole summer, and I was waiting for it. And, mm. yeah. and so I, I've been actually at the same school. This is the, my ninth year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And, um, and I, uh, I try, yeah, I tried to do a lot of, um, of, of projects with our kids that are, that are, um, important to our Hispanic tradition. Right. So what would some of those be? Um, so pre COVID, right. Um, we would do a lot of, um, uh, a big a big celebration for Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, we would have <clears throat> so Dallas is uh, we're really blessed to have a great partnership with uh, the city of Dallas. Um, the city of Dallas has this program called the Cultural Arts Program, um, something like that. It's called the CAT program, and they um, they provide uh, uh, services like artists to come out so that. Um, so that the artists can provide um, uh, fine arts to our kids. Yeah. So, um, so it's free to us, but then the artists get paid as well. So uh, through the cap program. 
So uh, we're really blessed to have um, that partnership with, with the city of Dallas. And then for the other Los Muertos, um, we would um, put a, a little, um, I say little, but last year's was, I mean, enormous. And really not because of, uh, of anything I really did. I just kind of set up a table and then our staff and our families filled it in with, with family and friends and, um, and friends of friends and, um, and really started connecting with, um, the meaning of Dia de los Muertos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And my family's from Oaxaca, so we've always celebrated and, and my mom has uh, instilled the, just the joy of it, right? Um, and, and really connecting with our grandmother, my, my, it's just my brother and I, and, um, we didn't get to, to have memories of my grandmother. And, um, and I really feel like of all my family members, I'm the most connected with her because she was artsy and she would, uh, create, I mean, she created her own, she made her own wedding dress, my mom's wedding dress. She would make cakes and. Oh, wow. That's so, awesome. so I, yeah, That's so, so awesome. Like, her artist heart is connected to my artist heart. Aww. I don't have a creative bone in my body, uh, <laughs> so I love your vibe and your energy. Um, <laughs> I love Hispanic culture. I think it's dope in a super, super minuscule way. So, like, um, I've seen Coco, my uh-huh. roommate, is Puerto Rican, and I love <laughs> Selena. So I love what y'all yeah. bring to the table um, and your contribution. Get it all. <laughs> yes. I, I heard you bring up a couple of awesome celebrations. Um, when I used to live in Denver, we celebrated Our Lady of Guadalupe at my parish um, and all of the... Oh, what parish were you at there? I was at uh, Pax Christi. Do you know the parish? It's like mm, in Highland Actually, Island. I only know one parish. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, it's a really tiny parish. If you knew that, what a tiny world. But we used to celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe's feast day. And um, all of the Hispanic members of our parish would bring like different foods and tamales, which were my favorite. Um, and we would just eat for hours and light years. And it was the best thing ever. Yeah. So how do y'all <laughs> celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe's feast day? So um, I have... Uh, I feel like I'm a nomad uh, Catholic. <laughs> so I grew up at St. Edwards um, in East Dallas, um, again, predominantly Hispanic. And there is uh, really where um, I started knowing more of the, the, those traditions because that's where I grew up, right? So um, we would have a novena. So we every day we would get together and pray the rosary. Um and then at the end of the novena, of course, on Our Lady of Guadalupe's feast day, uh, it was like a huge party, right? I mean, music, mariachi. Oh, love that. I mean, just food. And it was a big party. It's a big party, right? And um, and I don't know if you've ever, if either of you have ever seen Matachines. Matachines are... are um, are dancers um so they so they have that the drum and that rhythmic mm-hmm. vibe of Aztec dancers but matachines are it's sort of like a prayer I mean that's how I've when I started in the group and I saw them for the first time at Ted Edwards it was it was that it was a prayer it was a prayer and dance form mm. um 
for Our Lady Guadalupe. And so that's how I, I first saw them at, at the celebrations, at the novenas and on Our Lady Guadalupe's feast day. And so um, I remember when I was little, I thought like, they're so cool. Look at them. And, and then um, St. Edward's is uh, one of the older parishes here in Dallas. And so it's all wood. I mean, the floors are wood, the pews are wood. And so when they would come in and then the drum started and oh, wow. it, the whole church uh, kind of thumped with the rhythm. And I just thought like, wow, that's so cool. And, and a lot of them were, were like high school kids, like college kids. And so as a little kid, I was like, wow, I want to be that. Like, <laughs> so cool. And so when I was in high school, I told my mom, I said, man, I have to join. And, and actually um, one of uh, my high school friends, um, also Catholic. I mentioned it to her and, and she, she grew up in the Oak Cliff area. And so she knew Matachinas as well. And so she thought like, Hey, I'll, I'll join with you. And so we did it together. We joined together and it was, it was a, it was my first introduction to a faith-based community, right. Of like, of, of being able to openly ask questions and talk about our faith and, and grow together. Um, as teens and as young people and having, um, having leaders that, that spoke directly to that. Right? Yeah. So our lady of Guadalupe was really kind of an, an on-ramp for you. Like, yeah. You know, a lot of people, but like specifically the celebration of her, why is she mm-hmm. so important, especially to, to Mexican culture? I mean, she's obviously the patroness of the Americas, but like, She's especially beloved by Mexicans. And I think it's because she appeared in Mexico, but tell me a little right. bit about that. Yeah, I mean, that's something that um, I feel like I naturally have explored throughout my life. Um, actually, my middle name is Giovanni Guadalupe. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't like have a connection. Actually, when I was a little kid, I just, I thought it was so... Um, you know, I thought like, man, my name Giovanni, it's so long and people can't ever pronounce it. And then stick in Guadalupe and it's just so many vowels in there. And I would tell my mom, I said, mom, why couldn't I have like a name like Kelly or Stacy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and my mom, my mom, you know, she said, uh, you, you'll get it, you'll get it, you know, you'll you'll get it when you're older. And now I, I love my name. Uh, and, and as, as I, I grew more in this faith, in this community faith, uh, or the, the community that helped me with my faith of Matachinas, right. And, and then I, I uh, started connecting more with my, um, with my middle name. Right. And, uh, and I think because Our Lady Guadalupe came to Juan Diego um, in a time that very similar to now that, I mean, always, right? But in a time that they, the indigenous people there needed someone that looked like them. Mm. Right? And so we connect with people that look like us, that talk like us, like talk like us, that, um, that, fam- that familiar, um, and um, way of speaking, I think, um, helps 
helps the 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 marginalized, right? Or or the immigrant, or um, and so I think that um, I think it's that that a lot of uh, that the Hispanic cu- uh, culture, the the people, um, the Mexican culture, it's it's familiar, and she looks like us, and she came to someone who was little, right? Like. Like, oh, you would come to little old me, you know, how, how, you know, and I feel like that, um, that connects and, and resonates with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So that parish, Matachinas was a big part of the celebration. Food, you're a youth minister right now. How does your new parish celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe? Yeah. So, um, so I started at St. Edwards and then I went to, um, I went to UNT for school. And then when I came back, um, sorry, excuse me. So I went to St. Edward's. I went to, I also grew up my older teenage years at St. Bernard and a little bit through uh, college because I went to community college and then I went to UNT and I came back and I started kind of a church hopping. Um, I was trying to find a, a community that connected like when I was at UNT, right? And uh, <clears throat> and so for a long time, I, I didn't really have a community that I felt that I meshed with, right? And again, going back to that high school group of friends, um, I have a high school friend, uh, Gerardo, who grew up at Arlita Lourdes, and he kept saying like, hey, you need to come over. This is a great parish, and we're Franciscan over here. You're gonna love it. It's gonna talk to your hippie heart. (laughs) I said, uh, you know, I was very hesitant because I was living um, on the other side of town at at that time, and and then I just kind of, you know, started working in Oak Cliff and it's just a lot closer and started uh, just doing more at Our Lady of Lourdes. And I always say that I was tricked <laughs> because, um, yeah, I kind of just fell into the position. And uh, and here, very similarly, I mean, I, I still go to my home parish at um, St. Bernard where my fam- where my mom is still. Um, but at Saint at Our Lady Lourdes, it's very similar. We have the novena, and then for the feast day, I mean that's like the day, right? We eat, and there's hot chocolate and pan dulce, and it's, I mean, it's a party, right? <laughs> and the matachinas are there, and it's really, it's really a special time for me because um, a lot of the, well, not a lot, but we do have a couple of teenagers. Um, from the youth ministry that are at the Chinas now. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and so I feel like I connect in that way with them where um, I tell them, you know, Hey, I was a Matachin too growing up and I did that in high school and man, they have a lot more energy than I do for it. Now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome, dude. And you look like you have tons of energy. I know when, you know, as we get older, we just start like slowly, you know, someone asked me the other day, they were like, you know, do you want to go out with, go out, like hang out for ice cream or something at like 930? And I was like, are you insane? <laughs> I was like 930. Once I put my bonnet on, I am like, <laughs> so, but, um, so every week we talk about our hope for the week. So our upcoming hope, something that we're hopeful for. Um, so what is your hope for this upcoming week? And if you need like a second, um, you could also think about it. We could answer first if you need some time. Um, my hope for this upcoming week. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and my hope is uh, just these teens. Like we are, we're coming into this new, I feel like this new season with our teens. Um, so yesterday, excuse me, Saturday, we just, um, we did our very first urban pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. Walked from our Lady of Lourdes to a neighboring um, parish. Um, it's about five miles, and um, we talked about. Um, and we're doing this partnership. Actually, Katie uh, has helped helped connect us to um, to this organization called Ver Aqua Vera Vida, and um, and what they do is they go all over the world to help communities have sustainable of a sustainable water source right and have like yeah. sustainable water and um and the and the teens um I feel like for them uh social means uh, just politics right like mm-hmm. for them, it means like how can I politically get involved and sometimes that's scary right for them mm-hmm. so um hearing about social justice being not uh, not so scary and something that they can do right now something that yeah and and listening more to reflections and prayers um because we connected it to the usccb catholic social teaching uh resource that they have online and and listening to uh and then we also talked about uh pope francis's um laudato si and, and just hearing their thoughts and their questions and kind of seeing the, the, the wheels turn, right, and how they can get involved, how they can be proactive and not just think like, oh, when I'm older, I can do this. Or when I, when I have money or when I have a job or, you know, I can do something right now. And it's um, awesome. I think that that's that's like what's exciting right now. And yeah, that's so that's so 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 dope. How about you, Katie? What is your hope for the week? So my hope for beginning of December, uh, as things are kind of we're in Advent, I'm hopeful that my family can stay committed to our Advent practices that we have been incorporating. You know, we've got the wreath and we've got the Jesse tree ornaments and. No, a three-year-old in the house. Um, she's, you know, can pay attention to these things. So I'm hopeful that like we stay committed to doing this prayer in the evenings and then in the morning. She and I talk about the Jesse Tree symbol on the way to school. And um, so I'm just hopeful that we stick to that and don't just like run to Christmas too quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with Our Lady of Guadalupe coming up, uh, so Chanel, you mentioned Coco. We are diehard Coco watchers in this. Ugh, I uh, would like nobody told me. Oh yeah, nobody told me how. I was like twenty-seven-year-old oh, yeah. woman. I was deceased at the end of that movie. I couldn't oh, yeah. even. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. So I, I think like we want to celebrate Our Lady Guadalupe more intentionally with mm-hmm. her. Um, so I found like this little cartoon. I'll put it in the show notes for people. Like a little YouTube cartoon that tells the story of Juan Diego. So I think we're gonna watch that. And then that'll probably ask, you know, she'll want to watch Coco after that. So we might watch Coco after that. Uh, and the music is excellent. So I'm more than happy to yeah. let her. And then um, we, I ordered, it's a surprise. She doesn't know it, but I ordered a little Our Lady of Guadalupe, one of those like kid statues for her room. Oh, wow. Um, and we're going to start making a little Marian shrine in her room. And that's going to be the first one. So I'm hopeful that she's excited about it. <laughs> that's awesome. How about you, Chanel? 
Um, so my hope for the week is um, pretty chill. So my, uh, I took my COVID test earlier today and uh, my hope is that I do not have coronavirus. So <laughs> in a very basic, yeah, in a very basic, you know, I just kind of, yeah. So I, it was insanely uncomfortable, but um, I tried not to cry because I'm an adult, but I am also a wuss, so I definitely did cry. So, um, so yeah, so just definitely hoping that I don't have coronavirus and uh, that I can, you know, not never get coronavirus. Never. So that's my hope. Yep. Hey, you got through that test. I'll take that as a win. Bro, yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. wow, somebody marry me. I'm so strong, right? Why am I still why am I still single? I can do anything. I can do anything. So yes, thank you. Giovanni, where can we follow you and your youth group on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter? Are y'all there? Okay, so for our uh Instagram, it's O-L-O-L, because it's Our Lady of Lourdes. Oh, yeah. L-O-L, dot youth, 18. Well, we will link all of that in the show notes so that folks can find you guys and hopefully see some of what y'all are doing for Our Lady of Guadalupe. Thanks so much for joining us, Giovanni. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Ave Spotlight this week. You can find Giovanni Garcia's links down in the show notes to learn more about what she's doing with her parish and how they're celebrating Our Lady of Guadalupe. You can also follow Ave Maria Press over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the different social media outlets where we share exclusive content, different saint graphics and quotes, information about this podcast and Ave Explores. Speaking of Ave Explorers, we have a special Advent mini-series going on right now. You should totally check out. We've got the link down in the show notes. And, of course, we've got our weekly Ave Spotlight episodes. We hope that you give this show a rating and a review so that more people can find it and get in on the listening fun. Coming up next week, we have a conversation with the founder of Catholic Family Crate about different ways that we can celebrate Christmas as Catholics and continue our liturgical living. That seems to be a little bit of a theme this fall of the show. Coming up in 2021, we have some even more exciting episodes featuring different Ave authors and different people who are out and about in the world doing incredible things for ministry. We're really excited to bring you these shows, and we hope that you'll share Ave Spotlight. We hope that you'll give it a five-star review if you enjoy listening to it. We hope that you follow Ave Maria Press, especially over on Instagram, and you continue to journey with us. Have a happy second week of Advent. Advent.